Namaste, everyone, and welcome to Awaken Your Light Radio Show. My name is Karen Cressman. I am a multiversal shaman, spiritual interpreter, and self-empowerment coach. And it is my mission, intention, and purpose to first and foremost learn how to walk the walk of unconditional love for myself and share that wisdom and knowledge and how to with everyone else. Because ultimately, we were once this beautiful, magnificent light with all kinds of fractals and movement and patterns and and through every journey in life, we just shift and reorient those fractals to new understandings. And that's our evolution of our soul. And every lifetime is an opportunity to just expand upon that knowledge and that wisdom. Unfortunately, duality does allow for that fractal pattern to be broken, damaged, severed. It is the opportunity at this time. We have this magnificent opportunity to heal and bring back all of those fragments and fractals and lights that emotional traumas that tore our light apart. So for years I've said there's nothing to fix, but I've actually had to look at that a little differently. It's to remember and retrieve aspects of ourselves that we've lost or forgotten. And you you could call that a type of fix. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong. It means that there's something misunderstood or traumatized is really the better way to say it. I was doing a meditation last weekend, and I was up against a wall. I believe many of us have been, and I'm looking forward to hearing what the moon has to say about this third eclipse, because I don't know about you, but I felt hammered and stopped in all directions. And, you know, another way of surrendering on our knees to say, what do we need to understand? How do we move forward? What's the opportunity? Because any victimization, trauma in our fields is in our faces hammering us and stopping us in our tracks. Until, until, until. Give ourselves and others. So I was at that moment last Saturday in a meditation, and I I had done a journey. It was actually Sunday. I'd done a journey for myself to ask about this hip pain I'm having and my inability to move physically move forward. And what I saw and heard was another lifetime I was victimized. This was the first lifetime on earth. And the bottom line I heard is step back 
step back. Because every single soul on this planet has been a male and a female. So we're responsible for both sides of that conversation. We've all been victims and we've all been victimizers. So really, to point fingers outside of ourselves is totally worthless until we point them at ourselves as well. And if somebody shows up in your face to show you what victimization, it's an opportunity to say to yourself, I'm so sorry for anyone that I may have treated like that in any lifetime. I send you love, I send you blessings, and I receive them back for me as well. And it's at that place that our light, it's in that place, it's in that thought process, it's in that acceptance level, it's in that non-judgment state that we will be able to step forward fully, wholly, and completely. That's what the week has shown me anyway. So uh, before I go further with this conversation with the moon, let me just point out that I scheduled the 26th of August. I have a hard time even saying that for the wise ones. The fourth Sunday, I believe it's the 26th. I'll confirm that in a minute. And we will be, actually, I need to look at a calendar right now. Um, I will be doing a show with the wise ones, and they want, it's actually a full moon day, which is intriguing. And I saw that on the calendar, and I heard, okay, what's the show? How to full, full moon ahead. So the last ones are going to talk to us about how to full moon ahead. And I have a feeling it has to do with these three lunar, these three eclipses within one lunar month and how it impacted us. And then we get, you know, you get around to August's full moon and how do we go forward into fall from there. So it's full moon ahead. Um, knowing them, that's going to be intriguing. I don't know how they can keep me laughing at their titles, but they do. So there we go. Now, what's really exciting is that I will be at the Awaken Center for Human Evolution on the Friday night, which actually I thought was the 27th. it's at it's fifteen fifty three Eastern Road, Warrington, PA. So anybody who is in that area, I um I can get you more information. Just email me at Karen at KarenCressman dot com and I will send you the information. I had it yesterday, can't find it today. Don't know why. I don't know if I accidentally deleted it. I don't think I would have, but it is that Friday before. So now let me get back to here. 826. So it would be the 24th that I am doing the, um, it's going to be a mini divination journey night. So 
been a long time since I've done that. They are so much fun, especially in a synergy. And just as we're talking about those, let me remind people, I can do that on the phone. You can get a group anywhere. Um, I remember working with four women in Maryland one time, and oh, my God, it was incredible. The wisdom that comes through for each person then becomes an overall synergistic picture for the whole group. And when you have a group of people who are friends and they get together and they hear each other's pieces, they all can support you on that. What's also wondrous about the way that they do this process is it's never an exact um, exact information. Like when we do a personal journey for you and we do an intention to how they, the root cause or how to heal something or the significance of a relationship or how to work with the body to lose weight, to heal. When we do something on that nature, it's very personal. It's, and that's why it's so hard to even share one of those journeys with all of you for you to even get how profoundly transformationally life-changing they are it's that's the issue i have is like they're so personal i don't i can't share them the mini divination journeys are not they're these wonderful analogies that give you a message that usually is anybody can take and run with and you get it you get exactly what it means for you in that moment and how to move forward so they're amazing. So anybody in the Warrington, PA area, just uh, send me an email, Karen at KarenCressman.com, and I can send you the specifics of that event. All right? And while we're at it, KarenCressman.com, my website can tell you all the things that are going on um, right now. All my newsletters are there, the Cinderella newsletter is really quite significant as well. It's it's all about what we're going through right now with these eclipses and how we can look at the cinders of our lives and own them. That's the real bottom line. So that's intriguing. You can sign up for newsletters, which will give you the radio show information and the monthly newsletters. For anyone who's given a gratitude gift, thank you, thank you, thank you. I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. There's even an opportunity to give a monthly gift that would be for both the newsletters and the radio show. So uh, that's I'm so incredibly grateful to those of you who have or 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 still are. (coughs) Okay, that said. Let me get back to the show screen and remind people uh, that if you want to ask a question of the moon, call 347-838-8024 and hit the number one to raise your hand. All righty. Namaste, moon. Namaste to all of you. It is a joy and delight to always be here with you especially in the midst of all these emotional, energetic challenges and transformation that you're all being asked to take part in. 
kind of in everyone's faces. And if you haven't completed it, it will continue to be in your face. If you've completed it, you're just smooth sailing, and that's wondrous. That's always wondrous to see and feel from all of you. So that said, Karen, I would like you to tone today for ease of flow. I think that's what you had me tone for the last time, too, isn't it? Very similar. Okay. All righty. Ease of flow. from July 12th and then the full moon eclipse on the 26th and then the 3rd August 11th eclipse what in the blazes have they all been about deep deep dark looks that's why the 26th was so significant the July moon full moon that one was extremely powerful because it lasted so long. And remember when you have a full moon, a full moon is it's it's giving you that huge spotlight on your emotions. Spotlighting your emotions. So what is it gonna spotlight? The deep dark stuff or the fun upbeat stuff? When you have an eclipse, it's the deep, deep, deep dark stuff, especially an eclipse that lasted that long. All right? So that was intense. Cue into the next two-week cycle that led you to yesterday's eclipse with the new moon. So the significance of this, really, if you look deeply at it, the first one started you. It started you to look at the dark stuff. 
what's the unhealed stuff that's in the unconscious? Because since last year's eclipses, you've all been on a roller coaster course to address this, the deep, deep, dark stuff. And the things that are happening, especially in the United States and all around the world, the things that are coming up just in your political government scenes alone and in your news media are issues that have you look at judgment, racism, ethnicism, equality, acceptance, peace, war, terror, fighting. You're all having to look at those major issues, and they're spotlighting it for you internally. Just as Karen said in the beginning of this, there's no coincidence that she was brought to that understanding at all. Because if you really step back and look at the whole Akashic record of your existence, you have all played every role there is. The protagonist, the instigator, the victimizer, the victim, the egomaniac, the narcissist, the humanitarian, the caregiver. You've all played the archetypal roles. You've done them all. And You come into each lifetime forgetting, forgetting that information, but your soul's hard drive hasn't. Those files are still there, and those files are electrical, molecular memories that attract like frequencies. So anything that's coming into your life, the big picture of that is that you have those electrical signatures still in your soul's hard drive, and that's what's attracting it. There's the power, everyone. The power is to know that and go, got it. That's the next point of forgiveness. I forgive myself for that for causing this pattern. And I thank you for showing me it's still there. Because I want to forgive and accept and let go of the judgment so that that file can be healed, closed, and released. You neutralize it. It doesn't have a charge anymore. There's the power. There's the gift. That's what these eclipse patterns are addressing in every single soul on the planet. Now, most of your animal kingdom, your plant kingdom, they they don't store any of this. They just accept it as a process and move on. It's the humans that store it. So, with that said, the July 12th eclipse started the process 
that is a July 26th full moon eclipse, intensely spotlighted it. And you had the next two weeks to address it, cleanse it, clear it, forgive it. If you did the work, that's what happened. Excuse me, everyone. I don't know what is making me. I keep drinking water and I can't clear my throat. Hold on. Okay. Sorry, Moon. Okay, so the full moon of the 26th gave you another two weeks to address everything. If you reached the point of surrender as Karen did and finally understands that she's been all of the roles and she has released it and infected it as all perfect for her soul to expand, and grow as a light consciousness. If you've accomplished that, or when you do accomplish that, that is how you complete these eclipse patterns. Because it is then that your past can dissolve. And your Akashic records will become a clean slate. And it is in that clean slate that you can recreate yourself. You can create who you wish to be, who you want to expand as, and how. Enjoy freedom and fun. And any time in the future that you might get triggered by something because you've all been taught what's right, what's wrong, your society, your schools, your religions, your businesses, corporations, everything around you has planted seeds of judgment, what's okay, what's not okay, your history books. You you still have those societal mental judgment points. If you allow your heart, your right brain, to be your intuitive pulse, to let you know that resonates, that doesn't resonate. I don't see any reason to not like that person just because they're a different religion. I don't see any reason. If you feel a reason to avoid somebody's energetic resonance because of their choices, honor yourself. The boundaries need to be established first and foremost to unconditionally love you. First and foremost. If someone's energy field doesn't feel good, if they say things that don't resonate as your truth of acceptance, love, peace, and oneness, then you bless them and move on. 
you bless them as a soul on their path and you wish them the highest and greatest good, their soul. They obviously haven't gotten to the point of understanding they've been all the roles. And maybe they're playing that role for to heal, for others to release and forgive. You will fly forward at this time when you can stay in acceptance, love, peace, and joy. When you can accept that your past was perfect, when you can accept that your present, presence, perfect, you will glide forward with ease because then it will be like you'll be on your magic carpet and you'll be flipping it through the air and if the wind flips you around and you land and you just laugh and you keep going because you will be solidly on that magic carpet and you will just be floating with it wherever you need to go. That's the power of what you all just came through. Now let me address the fact that This flow of energy will continue for six months. It will take you through the rest of this year, the same as last year's eclipses did. It took you into January of 2018, which is a powerful time frame. Those eclipses were were preparing you for a balance of divine feminine and masculine to step you forward into the divine spirit balance, the oneness within of masculine and feminine energy. And once you got there, then these are clearing the record. You're clearing the Akashic record. You're clearing your past and your unforgiveness and your judgments and your racism and your unacceptance of certain beings. Because how do you move forward in a fifth-dimensional existence if you're still in separatism and judgment? When fifth dimension is all about acceptance, oneness, and everybody being equal, you're all the same molecules. If you break it down, you're all made of water and carbon. Because you're all the same. You'll have blood pulsing through your veins. Or you could say energy, like the leaves and the trees. They have a pulse of energy. So, yes, when you can connect and see all that is, you are living a fifth-dimensional existence. That's where the movement is going. That's what this energy requires. And that's what's going to have you easily, easily flow forward. With that, I will take questions. Thank you, Moon. With everything that I've been through, it certainly makes a lot of sense. 
<clears throat> Excuse me, all. <clears throat> so, yeah, I have something in my throat I can't clear. <sighs> okay, hopefully that shifted it. All right, everyone. So, we have um, a caller with their hand up, 914. Hello, who's calling and where are you calling from, please? Hi, yes, my name is Catherine and I'm calling from New York. Hi, Catherine, welcome, welcome. How can the moon, what can the moon answer for you today? Um, I'm wondering um, about a project that I'm finishing up. If you see um, me finishing it up by myself, or if I'll get help from somewhere, because it's almost done, but I feel I just need a little bit of help, so I'm not sure if you can give me some guidance, please. Yes, energetically, I can tell you that this project is actually your mirror. This Mm -hmm. project is showing you what else there is for you to step forward in a greater level of acceptance and confidence in yourself, as well as a new way of collaborating with others. So Mm -hmm. it's about opening a collaboration door. And what I mean by saying that is, yes, there is someone your your intuition's on target it would let me let me say this first yes you can do this by yourself that would okay. work and you can move forward so so that's one answer the second answer to your question is there's an opportunity right now for you to open a door to a greater collaboration by bringing in the someone else's assistance and getting that second eye, let's say the Mm -hmm. third and fourth eyes on the project, it will expand the potential of it. And in doing that, you will also expand future opportunities and potentials. So there's two answers. Yes, you can do it by yourself. But your gut intuition is, and, and what, what you've been thinking is, you know, it's been challenging you and your confidence. Do I, can I do this by myself or do I need somebody else? And I think I need somebody else. But, but that's not what your intuition is trying to tell you. Your intuition is trying to tell you there's a greater opportunity for collaboration, synergy, and an expansion possibilities in the future that's the real bottom line of the two possibilities do you understand good good slide forward um, with this gentleman Giovanni that I've just come across because like you said um, what really resonated with me is I'm looking for future projects, futures, collaborators, too, with this. So, it, I don't know, I feel like maybe that could be 
the person. Yes, he is a good possibility. Learn more. There's not enough communication on the table right now. Talk about the potentials. Talk about the bottom line. Create and see if he's on the same page with your intentionality. Really get crystal clear about your intention and then see if he's on the same page. Because, yes, the possibility is there, but if you're not on the same page with the same intention, it Mm -hmm. won't work. I see. I see. Wow. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Really, the bottom that line was- is communication, okay? Yeah. Talk it yeah. through because if you communicate, and remember, women are from Venus, men are from Mars. So really mm-hmm. get clear on your communication and know that and get and have the understanding crystal clear. Because if you two are aligned in intentionality, yes, it can fly forward. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. That was amazing. You're welcome. You got it. Good. Yeah. Fly forward. And Catherine, let us know how it goes. Please call back in, okay? Thank you. I definitely will. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Namaste. Have a great day. Namaste. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. Will do. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, we have 111. Namaste. Hello, Trish. Hi. Hi, Karen. Hi, Moon. Um, I will go back and listen to the beginning because I did miss part of it. Um, I was a late waker this morning. Um, but I'm enjoying it so far and I understand. In fact, I listened to the um, old show of the Eclipse um, last night as well because I wanted to oh, re-evaluate re- that. <laughs> yeah. I had, um, I had a week of such huge dualities um, in emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, going from like mean madness of people um, that or, or even borderline insanity <laughs> it's like, um, of people <laughs> that um, but it wasn't sort of you know I went to Home Depot to return something parent and they won't return wood without measuring it and it came up at 5 foot 7 but it, the receipt said 5 foot 6 and the first cash register spun and, and went out of control and I stood there and I stood there and then finally this other lady said, let me do it, I will do it. But she kept putting in five foot seven and it kept like spinning. And I said, put five foot six in. It's seven cents of fabric, of material and cost. Do you know what I mean? And it just right, keeps spinning right. again. I'm hitting my head going like, you know, 15, 20 minutes now, and people stacked up behind me wanting service. And, and and then another lady goes, here, let me take you. And I move to the third person. And and, I, and then I've got a man up here who starts threatening to call the police because he's telling me I'm out of order because I keep saying, please just put in five foot six, not five foot seven. 
one inch created this drama. Um, Karen, it was out of control. And I don't know whether I lost it or I didn't lose it at that point, but it was like 25 minutes of my life standing there, being moved from counter to counter over one inch of material. And it was just like that, like all day. I would be at the, or week, I'd be at the laundry and the lady decides to take all of the dryers. I mean, 12 dryers, gone, right? And when I moved to a cart and said, no, you're not taking these last two, she started to abuse me, you know, and, 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 and wanting to, God bless me because I'm troubled. And I'm going, it's almost like this duality of people. And then I'm with someone at Home Depot who's, who's hugging me because I'm so nice to them, telling them about a product that will upgrade their home. So it's not like just one thing. And my daughter arrived and was explosive. The same, it was the same energy. And um, what I want to ask the moon is that what happens when another parent becomes sort of almost, in a sense, steals your daughter emotionally or um, supports her emotionally against you? Because that's kind of what I feel. Um, and she's been doing it for quite a few years and very vocal on Facebook with her emotion of my daughter um, that I don't get because my daughter hides me um, because she doesn't like my spiritual life. She doesn't like my book, so she says. She doesn't like that I like following that energy. She doesn't like that I like Karen. She doesn't like that I like my friend Bobby. She doesn't like that I'm listening to the show. You see what I'm saying? And and I think wow. I can't change. I can't change who I am. And she no. said, "You're always bending yourself, Mum." And I stopped and I sat there, and she went away. And I thought about it, and I thought, well, "What does that mean? Have I had a life of being attacked? That I'm always having to defend myself with my family?" Because she triggered that with me, you know. Mm -hmm. So whatever, because I've been... Yesterday Mm -hmm. I woke up, I went to the market and I had a lovely, funny chat with people standing in line waiting for food. We laughed, we joked. I came home, I woke up in the morning to a lady next door threatening me to take my dog away because my dog snuck out the fence 50 feet and just stands here next to two dogs at bark that she visits. 84 people bash me up about being a bad parent with a dog. I should tie my dog up. My dog should be caged. My dog, I mean, it just got insane. I just had to block her in the end um, because it just got mean-spirited. And I I said, thank you straight away. I'll I'll check. And I went outside. She's standing right on my doorstep. She's sitting right on my doorstep. And, but I went down and I fixed the fence and I tried to re-block it from the other side and it's a little tiny area that I constantly fix. But she's a husky and husky's borough. So one person said then she should be always inside. And it's a bit she digs holes in the land as well looking for gophers. 
am I supposed to cut her paws off because she's a digger? You know, like, it doesn't make sense, the, the meanness. And is this what you're talking about with these people being confronted with this energy right now? That they yes. are as much as them, they are? Yes. Yes, it is. It is what we're talking about. And that is a perfect, perfect example of what all of you have been up against. And the real bottom line, you know, this is an opportunity, the duality, the duality. And if until people get what they need to get, um, so let me let me just say this: If you're defending yourself, then you are in alignment with their right wrong conversation. You are stepping into that pattern. There's the tricky part in all of this. So how do you create a healthy boundary and how do you honor you in the process? You, you stand up for what is a truth. You, you, there's a way to own something by not owning it. Like to say, I am so sorry that you have that, you know, you're, I'm so sorry that's what you heard or I'm sorry you're concerned about this. Um, I'm sorry if there was anything that happened. There's, there's ways around it to not honor it, to not own it. And then you can just, you can just say, I have taken these measures. I will take these measures. This is what I can do. I have a fenced-in yard that my dog is able to run around. I have aligned with all of the the legalities of my fence and things on that nature. Um, And you have taken strides to get this corrected that, you have had issues with your fence being damaged by a neighbor and that you are doing the best to maintain it since that damage hasn't been corrected, you can go in that manner. And the bottom line is if you're feeling like a victim, just take that opportunity and forgive yourself and all others. Forgive any time that you may have accidentally done that to somebody else or another lifetime where you intentionally did that to someone else. But the bottom line is everybody's up against stuff and everybody's going to point fingers. And the only way they will see anything different is if you love comes back at them. That's the only thing that's going to change the conversation. Anytime you defend with family or anyone else. The um, the lady that was constant because every time somebody 
agreed, she had to make comments, you know, so it just, she kept it going. And I said, the dog yes. is safe, the dog is fine, could you please remove the post? Um, she wouldn't remove it. And I asked her, and then she sarcastically sort of went, have a nice, have a nice night. And I said, well, I will when you remove the post. You know, like, because it just... But you gave her control. You gave her control. If you need that post removed, then she's got the power. Right. So I just blocked her then, which means that she will never see anything of me again. And it also deletes everything I've ever made comments on there. Uh, Because I put photos of the neighbor of the damage and they still came back one person really agreed with me and gave me a heart and one man was really nice because I sarcastically said at one point don't worry the 64 year old woman will walk down to the brothel and and pick up the 40 pound boulders and move them in place and and a man said maybe the old lady needs some help So I kind of went, no, it's okay. I can do it. Um, thank you. But it was sort of like studied marine biology, right? Because I went to her page and I went, oh, okay. Well, I did Daphne went blue, right? So I put, oh, I see that we have something in common. We both love the ocean. And I put, Let's stop right there because she doesn't want to be your friend. She wants okay. a punching block. It's not about, it's not, you, you can't even go there with it. This is the kind of person you need to just bless and say, have a nice life. Because right okay. there is an example. Oh, in the beginning, you didn't hear this when I said that some people will show you their energy frequency pattern, and you need to just honor it, bless it, and release it from your field. Okay. This is one of those people. Okay to honor, bless, and release from your field. She's okay. looking for, she's looking to feel better about herself by making somebody else look really bad. Okay. That's the yeah, bottom no, line. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, so the big, that's I the love- big picture. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as far as I mean, your daughter is concerned, Oh, that broke my heart. But that's okay. I let that go because there's something going on with her. But but please, whatever. It's just this other mother, the way that she, I don't know. It's almost like when you feel like you someone stole your daughter. Yeah. Um, Trisha, this is Karen, and I know several mothers that this is happening to. It's really bizarre to me. I, I, it's so bizarre. Um, so I just wanted to throw that in. So let's hear what the moon has to say. Thank you. What there is, your daughter is struggling with what's, what's her right and her wrong. She's struggling with how to fit in. And you're not the norm. You're that mother that's not the norm. And it's not... You're not like anybody else's mother. So how does she fit in the world if she follows in your footsteps? She doesn't know how to fit in with the world around her. But at the same time, she loves and honors you, and she's conflicted. 
so that's the discord you're feeling. It's her conflictedness with how to fit in. And the greatest thing you can do for yourself and for her is to say, I love who I am. I hope someday you can fully accept and appreciate that woman because she loves you with all her heart and soul. Yeah. Yes. And let it be. I, yeah. Okay. I, I did yeah. try and sort of say that to her when she was saying something and I said, but are you saying that because you want me to change? Because I can't change who I am, Amber. You know? Because then I'm not the real person. What is the point of being on the planet if I have to be somebody else? And I said, honey, don't idolize people. Don't put them on the pedestal. You have to be selfish with yourself. You have to follow what you want to do. If you want to go to her house, Go to her house. I'm not holding you here. You know, like, I, that's, go have that experience. It's not about that. You know, I'm, I've never been about that ownership with her. And um, I also think sometimes she reacts because um, I do let her go. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not grabbing her and saying, no, don't go. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so parenting. Well, but that's. Yes, and there's there's two ways to look at this, and and let me say it this way for everyone who's listening, so that everyone gains something. There's a time and a place to release somebody and let them go free, but before you let them go free, make it crystal clear to them what you want. Here's what I want. This is the kind of relationship I want with you. I adore. Every second of time I spend with you, you are my pride and joy. And just know that when you're with me, this is what it means to me. I want you to totally understand what it means to me. Now, honey, you choose where you want to be. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And just because if you release somebody and they think you don't care enough, you know, there's there's a way to go about this. And, and also, in anything in life, if everybody is going, well, let's not say if. Everybody is going through these emotional challenges. Everyone needs to be reminded of love and what's important. Everyone needs a hug right now. Everyone needs to know they're good enough. Everyone needs to know they're accepted. Everyone needs to know they're forgiven. Everyone needs to know they're perfect. Everyone needs to know that everything that's happened to them has made them the incredible, beautiful light that they are today. Make sure those communications happen in everything in your life in an appropriate format. That's what to take away from this. Well, when she left, I, I mean, we hugged, and I said, give me a hug, and we hugged and everything, and I put her on a train because I didn't want her to drive. I was really tired, too, um, because I I spent so much time making everything so nice for her, and it was just, like, so gone, you know? It's like I exhausted myself, and nine hours in a car driving, and 
it was just not a great space to be in five miles an hour. And um, right. it, there was really no appreciation for it. And I let it go. But I said to her, before you go or anything, or if you feel, you know, let me know. I'll come in and have lunch with you. So I kind of just left it with her to unwind. And I could feel that she was in that same space as well of exhaustion. You know, she was not in a good space when she arrived. She was not in a good space when she messaged me before she arrived. And previous to that and previous to that and previous to that. It's not just this one day. It's been for quite a while. I've noticed mm-hmm. that space. Um, That's and, what everybody's going through. So Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm not blaming her and, and you know, because uh, I, there's nothing like that. I don't feel that, you know. I just feel out of sync. And um, because she gets the support from the other parent, almost as though I am, you know, the damaged one. Um, so, and, and a lot of parents did that to her, right to her childhood. Reflected on me being weird, being spiritual, but I never judged them for being Jewish and you know Sabbai and all of that. I, I never went into any of that with them. But this is the way, or that's the way, or you know this was just my way. Um, but I kind of got judged for it. And um, Trisha, it's a time for forgiveness for yourself and her. And just bless all of those people. Get yourself in a meditative space. You are exhausted. Just get yourself in a meditative space. Ground and hold her in the light. Let her feel your love. She will feel you telepathically. Send her love. Because right now you're sending her turmoil and she's connected to you. And you want to get yourself balanced and you want to just hold her in the light because that's the field that will powerfully source her. Okay. Thank and you. your dog. You know, I really didn't even want to call you and ask you today because I knew it would be fresh things, but I really appreciate it, Karen. Um, all of the You need it too. Yes. And the yes. kindness. Because I hate being I mean, I understand emotion, you know what I mean? I understand we all have peaks, you know, where, and I said to someone the other day, it's really interesting because I don't really dwell on the hate of things that go on in the world and people because I understand it's their journey. But when it's right in my face and it affects me because it's coming at me, like the dog, it's me. I do stand up for my right, and the dog's right. And there's a jealousy with this neighbor. They have a little tiny fence and a little big dog. And I have, okay. you know, Trisha. I I need. Like, I have another right. caller yet. I need no, to take no. that. I'm so sorry. But yeah, no, you're, no, no. you just hold the space of love because you are a bright light. So. Get yourself centered again and just send love and light 
because that's what's going to help them shift. Okay? You are a bright light. I will talk soon. Thank you. Hugs. Hugs. Blessings. Bye, friends. Okay, 929. Hi, who's calling? Where are you from, please? Hi, my name is Ryan. I'm calling in from Connecticut. Hello. Thank you for calling. How can the... I'm good. Now, how do you spell your name? O-S-O-R-O-Y-A. Sarara. Oh, nice. Okay, thank you for that. I couldn't quite get it from you speaking it. So, mm-hmm. Sarara, how can the moon assist you today? That's what I would like to know. I had a crazy uh-huh. Yeah, I wanted to know that because I had a crazy last week. Um, I got in a conflict mm-hmm. with someone at work, and although it mm-hmm. might have been healing for me, because it did give me perspective as to how I would like to treat people and be treated. I just felt that it was way too much for that to happen, and I should not have gotten lost control over myself in that manner to where, you know, my managers are looking at me as though I'm not responsible enough. And, Uh you know, right, I was called a bitch while on the job by another female whom when she and I leave at the same time, she never says nothing to me and neither do I. I don't find as though my presence is intimidating towards her. You know, she and I had a conflict before I went to her and I, and I apologize if I was a bit too strong or, you know, offensive, you know, I apologize mm-hmm. the first time this time around. There's no apologies. I really want to smack the shit out of her. I'm not going to lie to you. Because I feel as though she's a bully. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. And is it possible that she feels that you're the bully? Yes, yeah, she do. She do, but okay. I have a position that I'm doing at the job. This is what they hired me to do, you know, and I'm not mm-hmm. ego-tripping. Everyone has a set of rules that they have to follow by. And abide by. And there's times when I had accommodated her, even with her bully tactics. And I'm, to be honest with you, I'm not into the whole passive aggressive. I don't even feel as though my behavior was passive nor aggressive. You know, I tend to remain neutral when it comes to the employee. You know, because we supposed mm-hmm. to care for each other. You know, and help each other out, which I have done. But I've been disrespected behind helping. So. Going into okay. this, I'm trying to let go of ego. <laughs> yeah, good. That's always the first place to start. <laughs> All right, let's ask the moon what what uh, what advice. Namaste, Sarara. Yes, it is a definitely an eclipse moment. So you guys can all start calling these eclipse moments. That will help you get through them is to just give them the definition. Go, oh yeah, that was a full moon the eclipse moment, or that was a that was an eclipse moment. So she is getting triggered. She is getting triggered. Her good enough 
not good enough conversation is getting triggered. She is feeling... Now think about something. If you're looking at your deepest and darkest yuck in your life, you're mm-hmm. not going to feel good enough. You're not going to feel worthy enough. You're gonna, not going to feel smart enough. You're not going to feel valuable enough. That's kind of where everybody's having to look right now at oh, all yes. of those issues. Right. Oh. And, and that's what she is mirroring to you as well. Am I a good enough supervisor? Am I a good enough? What am I, what are my, are my communications good enough? It's all around that same pattern. So bottom line is, how do you want to feel? You want to feel like I am a responsible employee. I do take good care of the other employees. I do know how to communicate with everyone. I do have everyone's best interest in heart because ultimately we all succeed if we work together. I do want a great team. I do want people flying with me Mm. and not against me. That wastes my energy and everybody else's. That's not a good overall schematic or design of energy flow for anyone in the office. Right. Okay? It's not the resonance frequency pattern we want around us either. Exactly. It pulls everyone down. Mm -hmm. So... If this person is struggling with that conversation, there's two possibilities here. One, they just need a pat on the back. And I don't mean that physically. I mean that to say this is a person and they do a job and say, thank you. You did that great. That's, that's perfect. Or, you know, just what, what kind of kudos how, if this person is not feeling confident enough, what can you do to help her feel confident? And it could just be, I mean, even if it's a, an email communication or you'll know the appropriate way to get this forward is to say, look, this wasn't what was needed. You do this, 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 this so well. Bring that into it. Like somehow empower her. Somehow give her a kudo. Because the bottom line is she's not feeling appreciated and valued. Now, some people need a little bit more than others. And some people you're never going to be able to say enough to. So you have to weigh that out and measure it. But the greatest thing you can do for anyone that you supervise is to give them the gift you want. Every single person on the planet want to hear about what they do right. And oh, most yeah. workplaces, you, all you hear is what you do wrong. You're mm-hmm. never given kudos for what you do correctly and what's right about your work and how to, and how to bring that and say, you know, I'd really like you to work on this project because you are good at this, this, and this, and that's what I need for this project. Can, can mm-hmm. you run with this? 
Now, how is that? That's going to so boost her ego. She's coming off of ego. So you got to feed the ego. And there's a way to feed the ego in a way that will empower it. And there's a way to feed the ego that will create a beast. <laughs> well, you so, know, there's a balance. And that's the balance that I'm looking for. Because prior to this conflict, on Tuesday night, I guess being that we were coming up to the eclipse, I know everyone, not just me, were mm-hmm. going through their ascension, ascension, ascension exploration as to maybe whatever super psychic senses we had, it was going to enhance in different ways or branch off into something totally unexplored that we never thought that we would have done, right? Yeah. So I get that. Right. But I know for a fact with my spirit that I sat, I was in my bed going on my third dream, which the third dream wasn't a dream. I'm over there praying, and in the prayer I'm saying, expose yourself, because it's a lot of hostility towards the job that I do. And I think I'm pretty much thick-skinned to the point where I separate business from personal, because personally I don't know anyone. And I had referenced this to them before even in a side conversation where they felt that I was a little bit too harsh to them. I said, look, let's get to know each other outside of this. That's the only way we're going to know each other. This is just business. Business, there is no friendship. There's a business ship, but you cannot mix business with pleasure. It is not going to happen. I've seen it try to happen, and there was a disadvantage between that. Business has to be business. And what I mean by business, meaning that, yes, there's going to be leniency. Yes, you're going to be empathetic. Yes, you're not a machine. I'm not a machine. And I use all five of my senses to conduct proper business. That's how I use it to serve or support the community, you know. But the the disrespect behind it, it should not be. We're two black women. You know, I shouldn't even have to say you're a black sister and I'm a black sister. Why are we fighting each other? It goes to anybody. You know what I mean? And there's the there's the mirror opportunity for you. So if we go back to what I stated in the very beginning is that you're moving into fifth dimension and fifth dimension has no separatism in it. Right. If you separate business from personal, you have created a wall. Oh. And a wall is, is a wall creates a resistance pattern. Any wall, any separatism creates a resistance pattern. Vibration. So there's the real bottom line. Because the true power in business is to understand a person. You've got you to understand their personality because you have introverts and extroverts, and you lead an introvert completely differently than you do an extrovert. Mm-hmm. And that's a personality. Mm-hmm. And then you right. have leaders and you have followers. And the followers, you can basically just give the information and you can say, thank you, you're great, and they'll go. The leaders, you have to manage a little differently, and that could also be the conflict here because leaders don't want to be told what to do because then mm-hmm. they feel victimized. Leaders want to be – they want to collaborate with you. 
-hmm. They want to know that you trust them to be responsible. And it doesn't mean that you're still not a supervisor. It means that you say, especially if someone has a a leader personality, you want to say, look, you're good at this, 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 this. I need that in this project. Will you run with it for me? Because you've just acknowledged them as a leader and somebody responsible to take the ball and run with it. And especially if it's a leader extrovert personality, you've got to manage them differently than you do an introvert leader personality. So you really do need to understand somebody's personal psychic abilities, not psychic, but um, uh, emotional Yes, you've got to understand what makes them tick. Yes. Right. To know how to empower them. Or you're going to keep having resistance pattern, even if you would replace her, and you get another person in there who is an extrovert leader, you're going to have conflict. Because you're not working with her greatest skills, his greatest skills, whoever. She doesn't think we're in different departments. But where I work at, she wants to be there, and she has no business being there. Ah, uh, well. And that's, that's, yeah, that's not her business. And to me, it's like she's going out of her way to prove a point, and there's no point to prove. You signed a contract, and your contract mm-hmm. stated that where I'm at, you would not be there. Then you that's that. an issue for other supervisors, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. that's where I brought it to their attention. But they right. try to spin it off on me and saying, well, you know, um, I love you as a worker, but I know you're not going to back down. It's not about backing down because there's many of other customers that mm-hmm. have that personality. It's just See, that I should not be bullied because literally she tried to use her vehicle to intimidate me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a different scenario. This is sort of what the last caller called in with, where you've got to stand your ground and you've got to, you know, the best thing you can do is not defend yourself, keep giving facts and figures, keep standing up for the truth. If you hold the facts and figures in place, then you know that that's what you can do and you hold that boundary. And if you, they can't push that boundary anywhere, then eventually it's going to get seen and heard. So, okay. yeah, just hold your truth. Hold your boundary. Mm-hmm. But also take into consideration, you know, the, the opportunity now to know you can't separate personal from business. You've got mm-hmm. to understand personal. There's a place and a purpose for all of it as we move forward in these new energies. And I will not that help? Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Excellent. You are so welcome. Sarara, thank you for calling in. And that's something helpful for all of us, just in the interaction and understanding personality differences and understanding how to work with people. I literally had an experience uh, when I was living in Nashville, 
and I had just had this fabulous job interview, and I was coming around this corner, and I turned left onto a, a, a highway. It's a two-lane highway, I guess it was. And there was a grocery store and a woman sitting there, and as I turned and I'm driving in front of where she is sitting to pull out, I thought to myself, she sees me, right? She drove right into my car, right into my car, into the back passenger side of my car. And and I'm thinking, what the blazes just happened? I, I mean, I was right in front of her. She literally drove into me, straight into me. Um, so I pulled over, and I got out of the car, and she just kept saying, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. She was shaking like a leaf. And I walked over to her and I said, are you, I took her shoulders and I said, are you okay? Look at me, just breathe. Are you okay? And she just shook. And I said, come here. And I gave her a hug. And I just held her because she was shaking like a leaf. And she said, oh, my God, oh, my God. I I just came back to this area and I just figured out where to go. And she said, I didn't even look that there was somebody in front of me. I just pulled out. And we exchanged information, and once again, I I wouldn't I talked to I talked with her, and I wouldn't let her go until I hugged her again. I said, "Are you? I need you to breathe, take a couple deep breaths. I need you to just get centered again before I'm going to let you get back in that car." And I took pictures so that I had documentation and justification, and and she owned it. She took all the responsibility. And I just, as I watched her pull away, because I wanted to make sure she left safely and didn't, like, get in another accident. And um, I remember praying and saying, what was that about? And what I heard was startling, and I want everybody to hear it on this call. The answer I heard is she had to literally drive into peace and love to see what she needed in life. Like, wow. She, she, she drove into peace and love to get herself rebalanced. Like, she had to see an example. So, the moon, why did you have me tell that? Because, Karen, that's the summary of this whole conversation. You, Sarara, and Trisha have the opportunity to be the example of peace and love. You understand this ascension process. You understand the crucial, critical point of juncture we are energetically and how that's going to shift everything to move forward. And it is in that movement that and being that example that you will have the greatest impact on people if you don't get in the game of defending yourselves, if you get into the space of just being your truth, being light, being the facts and figures, being the presence, that is the greatest gift you can give to yourself First and foremost, that's how you unconditionally love you. 
that's where you stand in acceptance of others, where they are in their journey. And that's where you be the beacon of light, of ascension, that will guide others through the darkness of their journey. You be the lighthouse. That's the opportunity and that's the place of power at this time with all the energies that you're moving forward in. And these energies are going to be with you for another six months. So hold that space for yourself and everyone. Thank you, for Sarara, for bringing this forward. Thank you. Namaste. Wow, Sarara, thank you. Thank you very much. Namaste. All right, everyone. Thank you, Moon. That was a beautiful message for all of us to know how to move forward right now and hold the space for ourselves and everyone else. Thank you, always. It is a joy and an honor to be with all of you. I love these opportunities to share and communicate and help you emotionally move forward. That is my purpose. And it is in these extreme moments that you have the greatest opportunity to leap forward. Take advantage of these energies. I know they're not always easy, but they're the greatest opportunities for you to grow. Everyone. Karen, please take them out for more ease of flow in this transitional time. Thank you, Moon. I will. Thank you. Namaste. A reminder, we'll be back in two weeks, the fourth Sunday with the wise ones, full moon ahead. So after these conversations, it makes perfect sense of what's coming um, and that we really need to know how to move forward on these energies. And anyone who is in the Pennsylvania, Warminster area, Montgomery County, Bucks County, uh, email me, Karen, at KarenCresson.com, and I can tell you more about the mini divination journey opportunity that's coming up on the 24th. All right. With that, I'm going to take us out with toning. Thank you all for being a part of the Awakenings family, for being the bright lights that you're here to be. Namaste for now. Have a wonderful two weeks. We'll see you back then. Bye for now.